It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Atlanta Basketball Party, your home for the best Atlanta Hawks talk. It's local insight you can't get anywhere, but here at Locked On, I'm your host, Tanitra Batiste. Joining me today are Jarvis Davis and Deshaun Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. The Atlanta Basketball Party is also part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll look at who needs to step up or who needs to be ready to step away in the and one today. And we'll go around the Metro with a directive from one all-star to another. But first, let's talk about this Hawks defense. Yes, I said defense. Let's go. All right. So Jarvis, don't look now, but the Atlanta Hawks have given up less than 100 points in back-to-back games. What do you attribute that to? Um, I think one of them, like half of it is playing up against a bad team. And the other half is, hey, uh, the uh, best player being out, Paolo Bancaro not playing. I think that has something to do with it. But I also Mm -hmm. think it has something to do with just some, you know, obviously with injuries coming back, you know, Jalen Johnson, you know, in a nice groove. And I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but. But I think DeAndre Hunter coming off the bench, like I think that's something that they keep an eye on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think he's been a lot more aggressive, which we what we've been asking from DeAndre Hunter for quite some time. So so I think it's a combination of things. Just you know, overall with the level of play that that they were faced with, and True. of course the injuries, they're dealing with injuries these two. So mm-hmm. those there, those kind of cancel each other out. So and I think that. It's just an overall, just a, a lot more effort. And then I think DeAndre Hunter, you know, finding his niche, I feel, in, in, in what he needs to do as an NBA player, not only this season, but going forward. Yeah, and I have to agree with you on that one because it's one of those things where, in all honesty, we were kind of wondering whether or not he would be able to manage through that because, honestly, we've all kind of questioned that mental toughness, that mental metal on what he could and could not handle just to be honest and so one of the things we wondered about was whether or not there would be sort of an uptick or down in him being on that bench and if you check out the last nine games in the split 23 almost 24 minutes off the bench 54 percent from the field 46 percent from three 87 percent from the charity stripe and then you go to the other side the defensive side for rebounds almost one block, almost one steal a game, and then back to offense, 17.3 points. So you're absolutely right. It's a, For me, it's a pleasant surprise because at the point where we had gotten to, we were literally saying, hey, is it time to let him go? Like, is it time to just move on from DeAndre Hunter? Cut your losses with all of the money that you gave him when you extended his contract and just say, hey, it ain't working. But that speaks to, I think, as well, Deshaun, what Quinn Snyder is able to do in finding out how to manage the personalities and the mentals of each player individually and seeing how that fits collectively, because I don't know if any other coach could have figured out how to have a conversation with mm-hmm. De- with DeAndre Hunter and say, hey, you know, definitely we appreciate you, but we're seeing uh, as a starter, but we're seeing something in you coming back from injury off this bench that is so much needed because this is not the bench that it used to be. And for him to step up to the plate and say, yeah, I, I can manage that. I can handle that and then deliver. I think it's impressive. I think it is too. And listen, I mean, you got to remember when you're talking about DeAndre Hunter, 
This is a guy that, you know, hasn't even played 67 games and he's been in the league for a handful of years already. It wasn't that long ago that we was having conversations about this team and is like him maybe being the second best player on this team. That was even when John Collins was on the team as well. It wasn't that long ago we were saying, I think that this team could really do something, but if they don't find a way to keep this guy healthy, he is the X factor for this team. And I'm not sure if they can really get to the promised land of where they're ultimately trying to get to. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been saying it for quite some time that he needs to come off the bench. He's bringing a different spark and, you know, he, he needs to be challenged a little bit more. And it's good to see that somebody had that eye to be able to know um, that that's something that should be done. Cam Reddish wasn't challenging him for that spot enough. Um, uh, Kevin Herter wasn't challenging him for that spot enough. Any of the, you know, wings and so forth that was coming up through here definitely didn't do that either. But I think Sadiq Bey being more of a guy that's more consistent, I know exactly what I'm going to get out of him each and every single night, even if it's not, you know, in, 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 in the, in, in the big volume, maybe that DeAndre would bring. But I think it, it's challenging him. And I think that he's just fit a little bit more for being a higher a higher scoring option for this team, but on the second tier coming off of the bench. And the other thing is just time. Some of this stuff is just coming together because it's just being given time. You know, uh, uh, we're talking about um, DeJounte, just having more time with Trey, having more time without Trey. Also, you know, there was a head coaching change. It takes time. Everything's not going to develop as fast as you think it should. How about the front office? That has changed up quite a few times over the last couple of years. That Those things are going to take time. So do they have it all figured out right now? Of course not. But I just think, like they always say the post-game press conferences and, and just different on-the-court interviews, Hey, we just trying to just we just trying to stay afloat, just keeping yeah. the outside noise out and just trying to focus on getting better each day. And I think that as a result, that's something we're seeing now. And giving Sadiq Bey a lot of credit as well. If you look over that same nine game stretch for him, 33 minutes. So at least he, you're not overtaxing him with 48 minutes of play. 46% from the field, 42% from three after a dreadful start to the season from the three-point line, 93% free throws, and then almost 17 points, six rebounds, and two assists per game. So, yeah, I think it's actually working out quite well at that three spot, maybe more so than any of us ever could have imagined. Now, speaking of the front office, Jarvis, and then maybe finally getting something right, meaning that we can all agree and say, yeah, that might have been a good look better than you thought. And that's who Deshaun just mentioned, Jalen Johnson. The Hawks may have had a clue about what Jalen Johnson could become, especially with his play last season in the G League. And then, of course, coming up from the G League, how he was able to do some things. And we kept saying, when do we get to see more? When do we get to see more? Well, after the win over the Utah Jazz Tuesday, man, oh, man, where Jalen Johnson had himself an absolute night. How much can we give some credit to this front office and maybe a little bit to Quinn Snyder as well, because, you know, he's pretty darn big on him. Also, give some credit to him for actually seeing what Jalen Johnson can do. And, of course, 22 points and 13 rebounds to go at six assists in that win against the Jazz. I think you got to when you have a coach who believes wholeheartedly in Jalen Johnson, you know, that stuff matters. When you, yes. When yes. you just look at how Quinn interacts with his players, like he's really in their face, not like barking at them, but he's in there like talking with them, making eye contact, looking directly in the eyes. Like 
hey, man, I need you to do this. Or you could just tell he's just pouring into those cats. So when you have a, a coach like that, you know, and given and what you talked about, the development piece, I think that goes like that's not talk about enough. Like, I don't think we understand what, what Coach Schmidt is doing down there at College Park. I know you do sidelines, so you understand wholeheartedly what what development what the development for Jalen Johnson looked like as he came up, right? So I, I think that and that's kind of a lost art in today's NBA too. Indeed. You know Indeed. what I'm saying? Because you have guys who come in at, into the league at 19 years old. And they're trying to figure their games out. They haven't really developed that much because mm-hmm. they were basically at the their college for seven months and yeah. they're going into the NBA draft. And but, a little less with Jalen Johnson. Right. For being honest. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when you have that type of situation where this organization is doing, like I feel like I've always joked that, hey, I don't see any light with this, with this, with this, with this organization. Right? Yeah. And it looks dark. The future looks dark. But the one shining little light, the one little, this little light of mine is about <laughs> development of these young guys coming into the league and, and how they've been developed and they've been getting, giving these plans. And, and Jalen Johnson has been a, a, a huge product of that. Indeed. And Deshaun, like Jarvis said, that little light of mine giving uh, some, some love to uh, Coach Steve Gansey as well, because what you're seeing out of Seth Lundy and Kobe Bufkin that's all Ryan Schmidt all day, every day. And I uh, just want to give shout out to Coach G, his predecessor, who had a lot to do with the development of Jalen, too. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that that's very major. And this is why I was telling people that I always thought that Quinn was going to be the ideal coach, because you're seeing it reflect in different on different players and in different ways. One of the biggest knocks to this team was about defense, specifically from number 11. We've seen that take, you know, take take a step. Um, you know, the other night when number 11 wasn't playing, but we did see five in DeJounte Murray uh, and, and, and DeJounte Murray, you know, came over at, after the huddle, after they just went on a, on a, on a you know, nice run or whatnot. Um, you know, they were face to face with one another and he gave him a pat on the butt, told him good job and whatever, what have you. Just that that vocal, like Jarvis just said, looking guys in the eye and making it very clear. We already know the story about Jalen, you know, Jalen Johnson. Bruno Fernando could probably be in that conversation right now. Uh, 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 you know, um, somewhat. Um, hunt, hunt, to, somewhat. But guess what? I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw Clint go down and when I saw Anyeka go down. Like, this is the best version of Bruno Fernando that I've seen yeah. since he's been in the NBA at all. Oh, yeah. And he's and, and, he, and he's looking aggressive. He's looking energetic. And his confidence just looks better, even if the numbers aren't all reflected. So I think that you see it, in, in, you know, with a lot of different players um, on this team. And I think you're going to continue seeing it. But as long as people continue to kind of buy into his philosophy and his system and his scheme. Indeed, indeed. When we come back in the and one, we're going to talk about who needs to step up in the absence of 11 and who needs to be ready to maybe step away, maybe 11 too. We'll talk about it in the and one. This episode of our Atlanta basketball party is brought to you by BetterHelp and Stitch Fix. So think about this. We are two months into this year about wrapping up, right? And sometimes we kind of need an opportunity to reset the goals and the resolutions that maybe you set in early January just have not come to fruition, haven't made any progress over that. Or maybe you need an opportunity to get some things off your chest. Maybe you brought some things in from 23 to 2024. You haven't gotten past them. Big or small, certainly things happen to you. And it's important to let those things out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. That's where better help comes in. 
I want to say how I really feel about it because you might even be thinking about the same thing this week. How can you get help? Many of us have benefited from coaching or therapy, just that outside voice to help us be able to live our best lives. So therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have a bigger problem than maybe some of these sports challenges that we've talked about with these Hawks. But ultimately speaking, if it's important to you, then it's important. And that means it's something that you may want to get help with through better help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, then you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule, which is especially important with all the travel we do in and around Atlanta. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA. Now is the perfect time to reset for 2024 and do it with BetterHelp. This episode of our Atlanta basketball party is also brought to you by Stitch Fix. Now, you know that instant confidence boost you get from an outfit that makes you look really good? That's what you get with Stitch Fix. You get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget. And that's so important because they do all the shopping for you because they get you. It's the easiest way to update your wardrobe this season. You can easily do it with a stylist that helps you find new on-trend favorites that'll work for you. I give my stylist my size, give my stylist my style, and give my stylist my budget preferences rather because I am in the market for another house and I don't want my budget to go to the wind because of my style preferences and my taste for fly clothes for eye gear. So I order my boxes when I want, how I want, no subscription required. And they send me five just for me pieces plus outfit recommendations. I keep what works best and I send back the rest. And I think I told you guys I'm on budget because I'm looking to buy another house. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. You gotta love that, especially if it's something that just doesn't work for you. So style that makes you feel as good as you look, Get started today at stitchfix.com slash locked on. That's stitchfix.com slash locked on. Stitchfix.com slash locked on. So Deshaun, we're now in the midst of our minus Trey Young stretch. Two games without him. We don't know how much longer it's going to be. We've been told he won't even be evaluated now for another about three and a half weeks or so. Who has the most to prove on this Hawks team in his absence in terms of saying, hey, I can step up to the plate and help it get done? Same guy we were just talking about, DeAndre Hunter. I think that's the only guy, or maybe that's that's just where that little light of, of shine that we were just talking about is right on him. Nobody else, in my personal <laughs> opinion. Like, light of mine, I'm going to let you shine over here. And, okay. <laughs> and it's going to be right on him. My little light and everybody's little light is going to shine right on him. And hopefully it'll turn into a big light and a bright light. Yeah. And hopefully he can kind of go off and continue doing what he's doing. Because I think that, again, we've been having this conversation for way too long about how, how different this team looks. If you're able to, you know, he's able to give some kind of production and contribution. Um, obviously something that I think being good for this team it's 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 an it's not even an extra added bonus i feel like it'd be a little bit different if it was just like the icing on the cake but that's something that's needed that's something that's necessary it's right now by the way this is the same guy that we moved up to go and get in the draft at number four by the way so that adds a little bit more context to things and puts a little bit more pressure uh i think on you know coming in and producing i i i I don't see it being anybody else except for DeAndre Hunter. 
Wow. Uh, I, I agree with you. Well, here, here, think, let me uh, pose something to y'all. Like, who's the guy that's been in all these trade rooms all this year? Yeah. <laughs> who's the guy that people have been disrespectful as far as offers? Like, barely a first rounder. The Hawks gave up three first rounders for DeJounte Murray. They could barely get a first round. The trade with the Lakers had D'Angelo Russell, who has been a, a journeyman, uh, to say the least. They, that's who the Hawks were going to get back if they would have uh, sent DeJounte Murray away. So, I think DeJounte Murray has the most to prove. Now, I know that we don't know. I, I think it's fair to say we don't know if Trey is going to be in conversations. It seemingly they have, they have, he has been. So DeJounte saying, hey, you know what? I can, I can, I can hold it down. Trey, my dog, that's my boy. I, you know, and we, I came over here to make it work with him and try to see if we can get a chip. But if y'all trade him away, best believe. Whatever you get back, that'll be enough, just enough to, for, for us to kind of get where we want to be. And that's out of this doggone playing tournament. It is time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. And Jarvis, that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about because another topic I wanted to talk about, because like we said, Trey's been out a couple games. The buzz started even before that to your earlier point about the trades that did, didn't happen, were going to go down, didn't, didn't go down, right? But the buzz is back in a big mm -hmm. way because of what we've seen out of DeJounte Murray having to play his natural position of point guard, right? And mm -hmm. whether or not DJ running point versus Trey running point is really an evaluation possibly of who stays and who goes. So, Deshaun, I'll let you lead on this one with what you've seen the last few games from DJ versus what you've seen from Trey does it show you that the Hawks could build a team around DJ more to complement him, especially considering Trey might have the, the higher market value? And again, Jarvis, I want to take it to Deshaun and you and with a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm not mm -hmm. saying build a team around De DeJounte the way you would around Trey. Mm -hmm. I'm saying to the point you just made, Jarvis, complimenting him with some players where he could make it happen. Deshaun, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think that when you when you have somebody like a Dejounte Murray, um, who you could put pieces around him, or, or or Trey, either way it goes, according to their style, they've all got to be the right pieces, no matter what. It doesn't matter how however many or how this and that. It's all got to be complementary because there's very you know small margin of error that this team can afford. They can't afford to get something wrong, especially if you're talking about moving the biggest name of arguably the biggest name uh, of that this franchise has had outside of number 21. If you're doing that, it better work. Um, so, you know, with, with that being said, it's a, it's clearly a different team. You see a different chemistry. You have a different energy when you have DeJounte Murray in and you have Trey Young out. But I think there's also something to say about how dynamic and how powerful it is when you have somebody like a Trey Young. There's the superstar we've been begging and wishing and hoping because I don't forget about what this team looked like before he got here. You know, we've been talking about it for so many years. Then you finally get that. And then you may be trying to move on from fine. But I know one thing, if you are talking about making a move like something similar to that and you're going to have DeJounte Murray remain in Atlanta Hawk uniform, Ask yourself how confident you are that he could be the person to lead this team to the Eastern Conference Finals, something that they this team has never done before, at least while winning multiple games in it. 
I'm glad you brought up the 2021 finals. Like, who was probably the, the catalyst for that team? Clint Capella. He had his play has declined. I think and Onyeka Okongwu backing him up. Right, exactly. So I think that he, they need to get younger in his spot. And yes. I think Onyeka, you know, slide into that starter spot and having somebody where you can go you know, with a seven footer and Onyeka. You know, uh, spreading the floor at the four. You know what I mean? She hitting those corner threes and having the man protecting the paint, like what we used to seeing Clint Capella do, and it being a double double offensive rebound machine. You know, so mm-hmm. I, it's it's obvious that his play has declined. So I think right now, you know, regardless of what they do, whether they trade Dejounte or they trade Trey or whatever, or they keep him, they need to upgrade down low. And I think T, you've been on that, you know, for quite some time. So I think that's where we are right now. Regardless of what they do, they better make they're going to sure that they upgrade those bigs. Yeah, and I look back at the older team with Al Horford and the fact that there was no superstar on that team and they were quite successful. That's number one. Number two, DJ is every bit the vocal leader that you need, that the team is just kind of lacking. And I think the third piece is, as much as we hate to trade Trey because he puts butts in seats, the bottom line is he gets the higher market value and that probably gets you the front court player, the fifth that that five that you so desperately need that you can't get if caveat if you could get a high profile high return type of guy to actually come here to Atlanta when we come back we got more trade talk and another all-star giving him a directive when we come back in around the metro This episode of our Atlanta Basketball Party is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and passion. What brings home the winning trophy is always what keeps your ride or die alive, too. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Over 122 million parts for your ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors it's about burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your number one ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers Guys, there was some interesting commentary to come from four-time NBA All-Star who was most recently with the Denver Nuggets back in 2022, DeMarcus Cousins. He dropped some knowledge on his bully ball with Rachel and Boogie podcast on Trey Young and seeing him suit up for the Hawks again. It's so much packed in there, Jarvis. So I think I might just take it like bite off pieces of the elephant and then you guys come back with your comments. First off, he says, quote, I hope not, meaning whether or not he'll suit up again with the Hawks. I hope this is the last time we see Trey in a Hawks uniform. I feel like he is talent being wasted. His prime is being wasted. I feel like him handling this situation the way he is. I think it's a move based on, you know, some more personal decision. This is a a more selfish decision. One, this team isn't going anywhere this season. Two, they haven't really shown that they're trying to improve or that they want to take the step to improve this team or anything of that nature. So let's start right there. And then I'll come back with the rest of what he had to say. JD, is Cousins on to something or is he off base? 
I think he's on to something. And just for that small little snippet where he said, if you get past the inflammatory, I don't want to see him, or whatever. I get that. But when you talk about that part, they aren't willing to do something, you know, to, to, to make it better, you know, because, you know, every, every like, look at the John Collins trade. What did they get back in return for him? Well, what was that? A salary dump. Yep. <laughs> That's all we've seen. Kevin Hurts, yep. salary dump. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, like, all of those pieces that that you had that were good, it seemed like they were starting to come together. And, you know, like, coming off the Eastern Conference Finals run, like, oh, yeah, we all got to do is retool some things and go add a superstar next to trade. And, you know, that hasn't worked out with Jazante Murray. You trade away your future. So it's kind of like, all right, you don't have any future first-round picks for the most part. Right. And, and you right there up on the aprons and cooking donuts and stuff and all, like, like that. And, you know, the only way you can get better is via trade or, you know what I'm saying? So if you are, aren't are willing to trade to get bring guys in, regardless of what their salary is, that you feel like they'd be able to compliment trade, you're not giving your general manager the full board like, hey, man, however you need to do it, do it. And but now nah, we don't get that. We get if it makes sense, if we're going to contend for a, a championship. What well, dog? How do you know if you're going to contend for a championship? You don't go out and get the players that you feel can go contend for a championship. That just tells me you don't got no confidence in your general manager. Right. And, and, right. And, and I mean, that's real talk. And then Tate Boogie goes on to say, I totally feel like it's totally OK for Trey Young to make this type of move, meaning if Trey decided, hey, I'm OK with the trade and I want to move on. Get healthy, get 100% correct, whether that is in Atlanta or, you know, fingers crossed. My personal hope for Trey is the San Antonio Spurs. It's a match made in heaven. It just makes sense. When you take all of that together, is, is Boogie onto something or do you think he, he's off base? Um, I mean, I, I think he's definitely onto something. I mean, when you consider the fact of, and I, and I hate to be the person, I just kind of go back to this, but I think it was telling a very big piece of Trey's career here in Atlanta is when things went south with Nate McMillan, and that was the second coach that he has had. And as if he was the only person on that roster that had an issue with the scheme and the system or with oh, Nate McMillan in general. <laughs> I, and, I, and again, and again, and again, you know, he, the finger is easily going to be pointed at him every single time. He's the point guard. They're going to get the blame and, and the other way around when they don't. Same thing with the quarterbacks in football. Sure. Um, because the, the personality that Trey's have amongst other things. But I think when it kind of came off as if a lot of people really started questioning Trey and kind of we start hearing a lot more talk about Trey being out the door, um, you know, and just a bunch of narratives about how people just really wasn't feeling. Now, pulling up from the logo with 17 seconds still on the clock. Those are things that are going to be difficult to get next to when you're talking about, you know, Trey Young and his style of play. But you also knew who you, you know, were drafting in that instance. So um, him being in, 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 a, in a, you know, talk, him being in an Atlanta Hawk uniform going forward, I wouldn't be mad at him if he decided to do either one way or the other. He came to Atlanta. He's given the best he can. He doesn't owe this city any more other than what he's able to give them in an Atlanta Hawks uniform if he wants to continue playing for the Atlanta Hawks. But if he wants to move forward, then all the, you know, organization, the front office, you know, they, they just have to do the best that they can to try to replace that. But they haven't put themselves in a very good spot to where if he decides to move on, 
that they can be confident with what they have going forward outside of DeJounte Murray, Murray and, and, and Jalen Johnson. Let's just be honest. I just think DeMarcus Cousins being a fan of basketball, right? Because think about it. Victor Wembenyama and Trey Young running the pick and roll or pick and pop, whatever you want to, you know, like just like that would be something fun to watch. Like now, granted, I don't want to see Trey Young in a different uniform, but for me, I look at it from the standpoint of Cousins is, you know, a lot of people can say what they want to say about DeMarcus Cousins, but he a hoop head. Like he's a hoop head. Guys want to see that type of stuff because especially he come from the generation where it's okay to say, I want to go play with this guy. So y'all need to trade me and let's, let's, let's move on. Right. So mm-hmm. he comes from that ilk. Right. So for him to say that he want to see a uh, Trey young in the San Antonio Spurs uniform, I'll be, I don't know <laughs> if my man was it, oh, man, right. the most legendary coach I, ever. I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. Does the right. Greg Popovich want to see him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, as far as hoop heads and, and people who just really like to watch good basketball, yeah, uh, basketball, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I, I think that would be great. But yeah, I I don't put anything into it. I don't think you got any inside information or anything like that. So right. I just look at it as he's just being a fan, and, and it's just yeah. unfortunate that people have to come to Atlanta and pick on the only superstar that we have and, right now. You right, know, as a basketball team and try to get on. Exactly. But you're right. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins has a different kind of eye. He played with Golden State during one of their championship runs. So he knows what winning basketball looks like, in addition to being a hoops head. And with Trey Young always kind of being, you know, touted as Steph Curry Jr., there's something that, you know, Boogie could be seeing that we didn't have the opportunity that he, that we don't have the opportunity to see because we didn't play with the Warriors. Also, we had a stint with the Milwaukee Bucks, the Denver Nuggets. I mean, he's seen enough talent to kind of probably know better than most where talent fits best. And maybe like he said, just not enough has been done uh, around Trey. And I think the other piece there is you don't want to be having this conversation two or three years from now where you could have gotten something from for Trey and then he's devalued for whatever reason. And you right. just don't get what it is that you want. And in the meantime, in those two to three years, you still never built anything around him to get him past either the play out round, play off, play in, excuse me, or deep uh, into the postseason. So listen, this conversation is going to continue because guess what? There's nothing but conversation and conjecture that's going to happen for the next few weeks while Trey Young is off the court. But we appreciate you stopping by to listen to what we had to say about it on the Atlanta Basketball Party, your home for the best talks talk. Remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, we'll see you tomorrow on the Atlanta Sports Party. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.